Hello, and welcome to the Overflowing Life Podcast, where we navigate the crossroads of modern leadership, authentic living, and honestly, like really wanting to make a huge impact on the world around us through our businesses. I'm your host, Chris Lagarde, leadership coach, and I am excited to share, uh, yeah, share this introduction with you. And uh, before I go any further, I want to introduce you to this season's co-host, uh, Adrian Fraser. Adrian, welcome. Hey, Chris. Thank you. So good to be here. So excited to go on this journey with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And in all honesty, just because authenticity is one of my highest values, we are recording this intro after we've recorded most of the season. So we kind of have some hindsight on what y'all are going to experience in here. And I am so excited. Uh, I've had uh, you know some folks listen to it ahead of time. And the, the feedback I've and I think we've received has been really favorable and something that is needing to be spoken about more and more. So I'm happy to kind of get this thing off the ground. So here's the agenda for today for this introduction episode. Really just want you to get to know both of us. Who the heck are Chris and Adrian? You know, why are they yapping at me about this stuff? What qualifies them to, um, you know, speak about these topics? Uh, so we'll go into our backgrounds a little bit about who we are and then why I've decided to start this podcast and, uh, you know, what do you, what could you expect this season? So, um, Adrian, am I forgetting anything? You think that's good? I think that's great. All right. Just checking, just checking. All right, cool. So, um, so Adrian, why don't you kind of start off, you, know, you figure just do a little bit of an interview. You can interview me, ask me some questions about who I am and we'll, we'll roll from there. Yeah. Chris, well, can you just start off by telling us a little bit about your background and how you came to become a coach? Yes. Um, so, I, you know, this is something that we get into in this season, my identity, right? So who I, who I believe I am at my core is there's two parts to it, uh, is a builder of constructs and then a teaching prophet. And really what that means is that I work with folks to help create, or at least I'm passionate about, and I love working with folks to create plans to help them discover and understand who they are. And the teach that's the builder of constructs and the teaching profit side is, is really just taking truths and information and paring it down to something folks can use and, and wisdom, right? That's something it's kind of at my core, what I do all the time. I'm, and that also applies to systems. It applies to looking at um, a lot of information and saying, okay, what are the what are the, the, the things that this has in common and how do we syndicate this and make it, you know, simple and something that we can use. And so really what, why, where that comes down to as far as my, my mission as a coach or, you know, my purpose as a coach is to provide, um, is to really help business owners and entrepreneurs and leaders nurture growth and focus on really empowering, fostering empowerment and wholeness, uh, with those folks specifically, enriching both their personal and professional lives, right? Not just, not just those folks as business owners, but really their entire lives. It's not really segregated, right? And so in doing so, I know that I'm going to play a pivotal role in helping to shape a more harmonious and integrated, peaceful world. And, and this is going somewhere, I promise. Um, and at my core, I, I really believe that business is crucial in creating a more harmonious, you know, redeemed whole world. We, it, it plays a very crucial role in that. And so, you know, 
I believe business exists for two main reasons. One is to provide the goods and services that enable the community around it to flourish. And number two is to provide a place of a place where employees and, and whoever's a part of the business to um, really show off or, or employ their gifts and talents that they've been created to, to do. So if that's the case, and you know, for me, when I look at how business plays a role in the world around me, I, I'm just I'm excited to see businesses be impactful and whole. And, and we can't really fulfill our highest purpose as a business or a leader if we're not pursuing wholeness, if we're not pursuing the highest version of ourselves that translates into our business. And so um, that's part of the reason I got into coaching, if that makes sense. I don't know if you have any questions about that. I can share more about my my previous businesses and things like that, but I'll, I'll pause there for a moment. Yeah, I would also love to hear more about who you are outside of coaching, because as we think about the topics that we talk about this season, how we're so much more than just the work that we do, share a little bit about uh, who Chris is outside of your work. Yeah, uh, well, I, I think it, it, it starts with, um, you know, again, something that's very important to me is is my faith that, that guides and directs me quite a bit. Um, God, family, business, right? So uh, my family comes second after my faith. Uh, my wife of almost 22 years uh, is my rock, and I don't know where I'd be without her. She is uh, the better half for sure. I like to tell my kids they're very lucky to have her because, um, I mean, you know, let's be honest, we all mess our kids up in some way, shape, or form. And so they're going to need therapy from dealing with all of us, no matter who we are. And yet, if it were just me, oh, I'd fear for my kids. My wife is amazing. And so she holds us together. But we've been married, like I said, almost 22 years. We have four kids ranging from almost 18 down to eight. And um, I love reading. We love watching movies together. Uh, I love CrossFit, love, you know, that's a regular part of my rule of life as we'll talk about. And yeah, uh, I'm a learner, love learning things, especially when I'm, I'm really passionate about it. So yeah. What are some of the things you're passionate about learning? Well, so one thing I've learned actually, Adrian, you'll, you'll get this. And those of you that if you listen long enough, you'll hear a little bit about this. So my subtype or instinct, um, uh, there's three instincts uh, that all human beings lean on. It's self-preservation, one-to-one, or social. And, and then that gets into some of the Enneagram stuff we talk about later on. But a one-to-one doesn't just latch on to people or you know seek deep connection through people. It's also ideas. And, and there's an aspect of that that's immersion. So as I was learning that, I'm like, oh my gosh, I really immerse myself in things. Um, right now, it is uh, the topics we're going to talk about the season. So a lot of spiritual type disciplines, ancient practices, identity, self-awareness. How do I effectively influence or coach or train other people? I just took a really amazing training yesterday that I'm excited to employ. So that's something I'm, you know, I've got on repeat in my podcast, um, uh, you know, rotation, uh, all of those things. Uh, so, um, yeah, that's something I'm really you know, obsessed with at the moment. Uh, in the past, there's been, you know, whether it's business systems or um, execution or health, those kind of things is some things that I've been obsessed with in the past. So, so it kind of depends on the season, what bubbles up to the top and what guides your, your interest and yeah. your deep dive into learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. So one more question for you, what is it that you hope that our audience will take away? What's maybe one thing you're hoping that they will get out of our season? by listening to this podcast. Yeah. So 
let me, in order to answer that question, let me just briefly kind of go back to my professional resume, if you will, which would be, you know, I, I've been an entrepreneur for 23 years. It's another part of that one-to-one thing. I'm, I'm a little rebellious. Uh, I don't make a great employee, to be honest with you. Um, I really like to to envision the way and, and chart the way. And so for 23 years, I've had um, around four businesses, depending on how you iterate those businesses. I started out in graphic web design, moved on to um, control systems, programming and interface design, and then uh, and then got into real estate. Uh, still did marketing and, and design stuff for, for my own business for that. But for the last 17 years, 18 years, I've been in real estate. And you know, I, I've seen that business run people over. Uh, you know, real estate agents have a bad habit of not having great boundaries when it comes to business and personal life. And so that was no different with my life either. Uh, you know, for most of my um, career, it was you know, my obsession and what I thought about more than my marriage and, and family life in, in many respects. And so, you know, my, my business achieved some really high level success. Uh, it was in the top 1% of successful, you know, real estate businesses in the country. We sold in our top uh, year, we sold over 213 homes for 70 million in volume and 2 million in revenue. And yet what I found is that it was not really my passion at the end of it. it what my passion was, was helping owners and leaders to run their business and not get run over by their businesses. And so, you know, a lot of times when we own businesses, they end up owning us and imprisoning us instead of creating the freedom that we think that they're going to create. Now, six years ago, because of that, I started pursuing a career in coaching and training. And I, I just, I love that. And so uh, that's where I'm, I'm headed. I've had over, uh, I've coached over 80 businesses with more than 4,000 coaching conversations held in the last five to six years. And I'm excited to see where that goes, which leads me to answer your question of what do I hope people get out of this? I hope that they see that they're not, they don't have to be pr- imprisoned by their business. There is a way to successfully run and lead a business and other people while not losing your soul, so to speak. And so um, that I, I, I hope that they find hope in that, that they see a way forward and realize, okay, I can do this. I can have a successful business. I can be a successful leader and it doesn't have to imprison me. Yeah, that's great. I think that's so, a good message for the season. Yeah. So Adrian. Who are you? Yeah, so I am a lifelong higher ed professional. Uh, I sort of accidentally fell into a higher ed career. I double majored in French and broadcasting, ironically enough, and didn't use either one of those degrees. I started working at my university shortly after graduating from undergrad um, and really came to fall in love with higher ed and spent um, a good chunk of my career um, running a lot of our Welcome Week programs. And I'm now director of a department there that serves students and really helps them with their onboarding and making um, positive transitions to the university. So during that time, I also received my master's degree in educational leadership. And in the 2017 is when I really started to get involved with Gallup's Clifton Strengths and started a pilot program for our first year students at the university. I became certified almost six years ago and through that process have really developed a love of coaching. And so working with my team, being able to invest in people's leadership, growth and development, helping people discover, um, you know, a deeper level of self-awareness. Dive deep into personal and professional growth is really 
fulfilling to me. That's what gets me up in the morning. And then I discovered the Enneagram about four years ago. And that really was, I think, pivotal for me. It just gave me such a deeper understanding of myself and my husband and the people around me and such a great compliment to strengths too. So through those tools, um, really kind of started to dig more into the coaching. Um, this year I was certified in Lego Serious Play, which is another really fascinating tool to help teams work together. So uh, I started doing my own coaching business um, about two years ago. Uh, still sort of a side hustle, still, you know, kind of letting it grow organically while I work at the university as well. Um, but it's very fulfilling. I love to help teams work better. And I think at the the end of the day, that's um, what my mission is to to bring the tools, to bring my training and my expertise to help people understand each other better, understand themselves better, and ultimately lead to a more engaged and thriving work environment. So that's kind of my my professional resume in a nutshell. I got to tell you, when I learned that you did Lego Serious Play, I was very intrigued. You know, we watch Lego Masters as a family, and my oldest is, you know, has been into Legos for a long time. In fact, all all my kids, because of that, like they are, they're always getting. Don't tell them they're getting Legos this year too, and it's just you know part of what we do, and 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 love that. That was really intriguing to me, um, and I love that that I've never heard of that before. And it was like, okay, you know, I got to learn more about this, and so, uh, and then yeah. Clifton Strengths Finder is amazing as well. Yeah, Lego Series Play is still a little bit novel in the United States. It's really kind of taken off over in Europe as it originated in, in Denmark with the Lego company um, and is now an offshoot of that. But it's such a fascinating technique because people remember Lego from their childhood usually very fondly and it's becoming more ubiquitous now. And even adults who grew up with Lego, you know, they're now doing Lego with their kids. And so to think of bringing it into the workplace both stretches people a little bit too because they're like, well, how does this fit into our daily work? Why is there, why are we playing at work? But the, the power in unlocking that knowledge deep inside of you when you are building and speaking in metaphor just has some really, really amazing outcomes for teams. So that's, it's such a, a fun and unique way to, to bring teams together and do some problem solving. Yeah. I have never done it, but I can imagine that it would be. And and I saw uh, a guy, I don't know, it was on YouTube or something who's, you know, there's plenty of artists and this guy, just an amazing artist that I, I can't even describe what he does, but it's just amazing. And the training I was at the other day, they, they pointed out that until all of us are always evaluating when we go into a situation, especially with other people, can I be myself and be safe here? And until we can say yes, we're fear is a part of that picture, right? And if we're in fear, we can't be creative. We can't innovate, right? We're in fight or flight or freeze and, and way in the back of our head. And we can't get to the front, you know, front cortex of our brain where um, intuition and creativity and imagination happens. And that's what I love about that, that Lego series play. It's like, man, you know, I, I, how can you, other than like the, you know, bricks maybe not going together super easy or trying to pull them apart, um, how can you have a bad experience with Lego? And like it just brings out the inner kid in all of us. And that just, yeah, that's intriguing. So, yeah. And everyone can build, you know, everyone can do the task and it's, it's just, it's universal. And as long as you're willing to show up and engage, can have some really great effects. So I'll just say this if anybody's interested in that, you know, go to our show notes, talk to Adrian. She'd be happy to talk to you more about what that is. And so I'm going to ask you the question you asked me, you know, 
who are you outside of work, Adrian? Yeah, I am wife and mom to three. I have two teenagers plus an eight-year-old. So we love to spend time outside, ski in the winter, beaches in the summer. We are a big gamer family. We have a closet full of board games. Uh, my husband told me that the shelves are going to fall down soon if we don't, um, if we keep adding more games to it. So we love to do that. I really enjoy reading as well. I'm kind of a nerd. Anything related to strengths, Enneagram, leadership, team development, um, I just absorb that stuff like a sponge. Um, love to be outside, love to, to bike and to go for walks and we'll talk a little bit about, you know, meditation and how walking can be a meditation too. So um, that along with baking, I love to bake. And I've always said, if I were ever to quit my life in higher ed, I would probably just go open a bakery. (laughs) I will be there if you do that. Um, If you had to recommend one or two games, you know, if people could only get one or two games and, and, you know, not the monopolies or the lifes or whatever, you know, something that maybe people don't know, what are your top two favorite games to play? Our go-to right now, it's just a two-player game, but it's called Genius Square. Have you heard of this? Okay. I have not. I'm writing it down. Okay. So if you remember Tetris, it's like real-life Tetris where you square off against your partner and then whoever can put the blocks in place with a few barriers in it, the quickest wins. I bring this to Christmas parties, to work parties, and everybody who plays it ends up buying it. So that one is uh, definitely a a go-to. Um, another one that we have been playing recently, oh gosh, cloak is a great one. It's sort of like a hide and seek tic-tac-toe. That's been great. And then we've also really enjoyed mountain goats, which is a fun dice game. So, you know, I could just go, I could give you a whole laundry list of, of games, but those are some of our, our quick and easy go-tos recently. I am going to have to get genius square. I love Tetris. Let's switch gears for a second. I'm sure people would just love to hear about our our games and stuff like that. Um, but what can people expect um, from this season? You know, and and I think you know this. So here's what we're focusing on this season. And as the general focus of the podcast is to uh, help business owners and leaders really live that holistic whole fulfilling life, not get run over by the business. You know, I, I wanted to start this season by focusing on this thing that we're calling the problem. And the way we've kind of defined the problem is that when we look at our society these days with the implementation of smartphones and technology, with those being engineered to distract us and addict us to giving it our attention to the pace of, um, uh, of life. And, and in fact, I was hearing just the other day that, you know, um, somewhere probably in the early two thousands, give or take that, you know, maybe, maybe a little take, give or take before that, after that, but now technology is outpacing our ability as humans to keep up with it. And so that, that creates stress in and of itself, not to mention the, hustle culture of like, you know, Elon Musk never sleeping. And like, you know, you've, I just read an article this morning from, um, uh, Wayfair that the, uh, the CEO, I was like, oh my gosh, she's like, you got to work harder. Don't be afraid to integrate work and life and like, let work, like kind of what I was reading was take over your entire life. And I'm like, oh gosh, that is not good. Um, and so like 
that's the problem. And, and part of, you know, so that's a little bit of what we're going to get into. And, you know, I know we, we've had a lot, there's a lot to that, but um, what would you add to that, you know, Adrian, as, as you're looking over like what we discussed this season? A lot of wisdom from our guests. I really enjoyed the people that showed up to be interviewed with us. I certainly do not claim to be an expert. I think it's my high learner where I feel like I will never know enough about anything to feel like I'm an expert. So I love having um, the special guests that we had come and share some really insightful um, advice and guidance and, and their experience. So that's definitely something to look forward to. And I think overall, because you and I come from a coaching posture, we really just want this to be helpful for people and, you know, maybe give a little bit of insight or help people shine a bit of a light on something that maybe they hadn't thought about before, or maybe they have thought about it and how can they continue to invest, grow, get unstuck, pursue something better. So that way they can live a more, um, integrated, harmonious, healthier, balanced life. Yeah. Yeah. I I really hope that, that, you know, this came out of, uh, I was, I had the idea for the podcast when I was on vacation for two weeks in a, a remote location, somewhat remote in Canada, where my phone was off for two weeks and then re-entering life by turning it back on. And the anxiety that came with that was like, okay, there's something more to all of this. And, uh, I wasn't able to put my finger on it necessarily until then. And so I hope this identifies or uncovers, like there'll be a light bulb that goes off in, in the leaders folks that we're, we're talking to where it's like, that is what I'm feeling. And now that you've named it, now I can go on and actually do something about it, right? That's a big hope that I have with all of this. So, you know, not only do we uncover and name and explore the problem as we talk about in the first episode, we go on from there to uh, say, well, how do you push back? How do you rebel? How do you get out of that problem? How do you um, abdicate from being a part of it? And so, you know, we end up talking about the topic of surrender, which is an interesting topic, you know, and uh, something to really define. It's not giving up. It's something different than that. I'm not going to give it away too much, but you know, that, that is the first step. If you're going to kind of abdicate and get, I don't know if abdicate is the right word, but you know, to um, get out of that whirlwind of the problem, you've got to start with surrender. And then there's practices we talk about, uh, you know, things like solitude, uh, rest, community. And then, you know, we get into identity, what is identity? How do you develop it? And then what role does self-awareness play in all of that? Then we culminate everything in a a practical way by saying, hey, here's a tool called a a rule of life that you can utilize to put all of these practices and ways of being into a tool to start to live it out in in a a meaningful way. And so, um, and you're right, Adrian, the, the guests that we bring onto it, onto this, into these conversations were just phenomenal. Was there, you know, not that you have to pick a favorite. I'm just curious. Was there one that you enjoyed maybe more or got more out of than another? Walking away, the one that really stuck with me most was the topic of surrender. And I mostly had correlated the word surrender with something very spiritual. And the conversation that we left with made me think about how is this showing up in my day-to-day life in a not spiritual way? And so I've had a lot of reflection on that and have even been in some situations where I felt like, you know what, this is something that I just need to let go. I need to surrender. And there was a level of peace that came with that. So that, that was really an impactful episode to, to hear. How about you? What really stuck out to you? I I love it. Like, you know, you, 
to learn something deeper, you teach it, right? And in a, in a way, this is kind of a way for us to kind of teach things and explore things at a deeper level. Um, man, it's it's hard for me to. That one was really good. Uh, that interview with Anne. Uh, I think I really enjoyed Diane because we're both Enneagram enthusiasts. That's how we met was through uh, training with integrative Enneagram and then, you know, met in person at when Diane was leading a training. But, you know, her insight, you know, one of the things she said that kind of validated what we're talking about is that she believes it's the most difficult time to be a leader, especially in business right now, uh, because of all the stuff that we're talking about. And so to hear her say that, I'm like, okay, good. It's not just you and me that are thinking this, but, um, you know, she brought a lot to the table about self-awareness and the fact that it is not a quick fix, right? Anything worth doing. And, and, um, you know, it's funny, you mentioned the spiritual side of things. The way I look at, at that is like, um, there is no sacred and secular, um, you know, it, it's, we all do the inner, the spiritual work is the inner work. And that's what Enneagram does is it, it causes us to look at like what's going on inside of us and how does that impact the world around us? How do we show up in that? Um, and Diane really does a great job of diving into that. So it's definitely one not to miss. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, I think it's enough for an intro, you know, hopefully people, um, you know, gotten to know us a little bit and just a couple of things to, to let everybody know that we really love to engage with our audience. Like this shouldn't be just a one-way conversation. Please engage with us. You can find us on Instagram at the overflowing life, and you can email us anytime, um, at the email address, the overflowing life podcast at Gmail. And please, uh, please know as we go through the season, you know, if you have questions or there's something we didn't go deep enough into, please let us know. We are going to do a question and response episode at the end of the season uh, with folks. And if you record your question and send it to us and transpose it, if you would, but uh, you know, make your question as succinct as it can be, we'll might even play it on the air, so to speak, and um, get you all on air that way. But uh, we would love to hear from you. So please don't be strangers and, and send us in your, uh, your questions either via a uh, direct message on Instagram or at our podcast or our, our email address that I just shared with you. So any closing thoughts, Adrian? I hope we've piqued your curiosity and that you'll join us on this journey. Yes, I, I agree. And, you know, if you're not, I'll just say this closing thoughts. If you're not sure what is happening in your, you know, your spirit, so to speak, in your inner life, that you're something's just, man, I, I just don't feel fulfilled, right? If that's you as a leader or your business is running you, listen, please listen to this uh, season because I guarantee you're going to find some things that will be valuable to you. So with that said, we look forward to having your ears this season and go listen to our first episode. We'll see you there. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Overflowing Life. If our message struck a chord with you, please subscribe and connect with us. Share your thoughts, questions, and stories with us on Instagram at The Overflowing Life or visit theoverflowinglife.com. And if you're looking for coaching that helps you create an overflowing life, please reach out to us. We'd love to partner with you. See you next week.